0: Some claim that the age of a true gentleman is far behind us, but here at 284 Media, we definitely disagree. He may appear in different guises, but the values and ideals that make him a gent still stand. Gentlemen, aspiring gentlemen, and of course, our partners that hold us down, I'm Ron Grant. Welcome to a brand new season of The Art of a Distinguished Gentleman, a show poised to help guide modern-day men into 21st century distinguished gentlemen. Please don't worry, it's not always about suits, bow ties, but raw real-life lessons that translate to grounded, community-minded, well-rounded men. Thank you for taking this journey with me. It's been said over and over it takes a village to raise a child. But what does it take to raise an adult? Respectable, strong, educated men. Well, that same village. Hailing all the way from Caribbean, what I consider the capital of the Virgin Islands. Don't debate me, it is. He comes from a village that speaks to the heart and soul of the territory of the Virgin Islands. Faith, family, and focus. He's driven, fun, and loved and admired by all his peers, the mastermind behind Tropics Cocktail Bar. He wears his brand, and we know it very well. The man himself, Jabari Stout, a true 21st century distinguished gentleman, is sitting down today to talk all things business. We talk family, following one's passion despite the obstacles, the brand that is Tropics Cocktail Bar, and so much more. It's a conversation you don't want to miss. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. You're watching The Art of a Distinguished Gentleman. Let's go. Viewers, welcome back. You're watching The Art of a Distinguished Gentleman. I'm Ron Grant, and you would not believe who finally came down to sit with us, the one and only Jabari Stout. Welcome to The Art of a Distinguished Gentleman. Thanks for having me. Such a pleasure. Cheers. We're not at tropics, but we're having tropic-like tropic, tropic beverages. <laughs> you are homegrown, son of the soil, someone who has come from a true heritage. As the old people would say, who you are? Your father? Tell us about it.
1: Well, everybody should know my dad, Willow Stout, well known chef, known in BVI, and my mom, Juliet Brathwick, from Caribbean. Yeah. Basically, been in this whole culinary and cooking and solving all my life. Do you think life. it
0: was almost inevitable that you, 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 you went into this sort of
1: industry? Kind of, kind It was, it was actually destined. It's like, I just fall right in. I'm small. It's like, as you say, I couldn't run from it.
0: Wonderful. Now, having had such a professional, a consummate professional as a father, a great example of a businessman, and, and not only a businessman, but someone who truly worked his way up. The story of your dad and working his way up to being a lead chef is one that's truly remarkable. Are there any lessons that you learned from him in just in absorbing how he did what he did?
1: Yeah. Well, one thing, if you, if you love something and you, you just keep going at it, uh, he started as a dishwasher and he wanted to be a chef inside from nothing. And he just went all the way up, all the way up. And as tell anybody, if you, if you like something and you find passion in it, there is going to be some challenges, but just don't give up. Just stick with it. Speaking of passion, you uh,
0: opened the doors of Tropics Cocktail Bar. How, how long now? Four years. Four years. Yeah. It's 2016. I tell us about that journey.
1: Ah, that's one, one to be told. Well, it was my, my dream child, my baby. I opened it in 2016. Tropics have been so many things. It introduced me to, I'm, I'm not really a whole out there person. We know that. Yeah. You know, but it forced me to be that. Okay. And it also brought a lot of people together, young, old. Just, it's just been so much. Okay. It's been so much.
0: You, when we see you in your element, and you talk about perhaps not being a social butter- butterfly, as we call it, but when, you, when we see you in your element, it's yeah. totally different, yeah. though. As a host and as an entrepreneur, when you come to Tropics, you feel like family. Tell us about the decision to really branch off and, and open the business, despite maybe person saying that's not the avenue to go to, or perhaps them wanting you to go to an, another aspect, but you pushed and you did it. Tell us about that.
1: All right, well, it's been... It's been, it's been, i say for anybody who opened in a business, you should know, you would have known and who's going to open a business. It's not easy. It has been a lot of challenges. There have been so many challenges. But um, opening a shop, it's been kind of like a dream come true. that's yes. From being out on the pair park with my hat, hat on, walking around with uh, the CEO and stuff and saying, okay, I would like to have my spot here. And just watching the, the kiosk being built, the sign of it over to me, planning Setting it up, opening it, and just being able to run and be out there every day. It has been really amazing. Wonderful. Really amazing.
0: A lot of people may not admit, but from my position, my seat, we don't have golf courses in the BVI. What we do have are bars and churches. Equally so about two hundred and fifty a little over 250 bars restaurants and nightclubs they all fall under that bracket and the churches maybe not so much but bars in the BVI bars are the places that deals are done that's where the, the 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 talks come about and the conversations from my personal experience as well that's where I get a lot of content pull a stool and the people will tell me about what's going on in the territory talk to us about how important nightlife is and the ability to be able to go to a nice bar and have a good cocktail,
1: how important is that to Virgin Islands culture? Oh, that's a good one. Because okay. even with what we're facing right now with whole COVID-19 and everything, bars and social life for humans are, especially Virgin Islands, it's been, it's all culture. It's been in us to go and have a drink, have a beer, talk, have a conversation, gossip, you may say, mm-hmm. with your friends, just be out of the house. Being has been outside, by the, on the, on the side of the road, the bars by the seaside. They just different atmospheres. I mean, bars in a whole means so much to them, like a lot of different people. And mm-hmm. some may watch and say, Oh, they only just drinking rum. They're doing that. But no, it's not just that. It's someplace somebody can come out and have their walk. They have a lot on their mind. They just sit out there, and random conversation about cars, boats. Mm-hmm. They random conversation about the jobs. And it helps. It's like somewhat being. Like a therapist. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost therapeutic. But yes, there is alcohol involved and some people may abuse it. But yes, I mean, it's still something that's needed in everyone's social life. Even if you, for instance, it's just a spot that you can go and just, just relax. Wonderful. COVID,
0: COVID has taught us a lot of things and the bars happen to be among other businesses, some of the last few to be able to open just because of, uh, the protocols. Yeah. Talk to us about COVID-19 and how that might have affected your business, but also what it might have taught you about it as a business owner.
1: All right. Well, one. COVID, COVID-19, everyone is, is a long in um, chapter for everybody. We all just out here, just trying to get, do the best. COVID-19 affected bars and nightclubs mainly most for me, I'll say, because we, we got great over, we, we actually, Sorry. We are mainly social. Mm-hmm. We, be, we made up of being social, being in your face, being talking, laughing, dancing, dancing boxing, hugging, dancing. Yeah. That, that's, that's the atmosphere of mm-hmm. a bar, nightclub. And to have the, you have something that to set, say, separate you in a way, it's like... What's the point? It's, it's like, yeah, how is that going to work? Yeah. We, right now, we were limited. The government limited us to about I forget how many percent per per square feet and stuff. So they may say for social gatherings we have seventy five limit, but some bars don't have the footage to hold the full seventy five. So you may when you customer holding a hundred percent in your bar, you they telling you only hold twenty five based on the six foot social distancing stuff. And and anybody can imagine that will that has been hard. I mean, numbers for anything is what you really love to look at. For a bar, if you have twenty people in there when you normally have a hundred, your sales is not gonna be as as it used to be. And that's one be one main challenge with this COVID nineteen and everything that's happened so far.
0: On a on a personal level, have you has it taught you anything? Have you had an opportunity to, you know, really figure out certain things? What was when we think of lockdown and curfew, what
1: what was that like for you? Well, it was, <laughs> man, lockdown, I call you? Jeez. I've been, I feel like I only operated my business for well, approximately three months this year. So for only yeah. 11 months. It's been crazy. I'll say COVID-19, I don't know. It's, it, It's it just, it, it taught me one thing really that everything today, everything today that you have can be changed in a split, a split second but just one little, one small little thing. And even when it comes to saving and stuff, my grandparents always say, my grandmother always say, make sure put on something for wet day.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, because being home, you're not working, the bills are still going. They may give you a little break, but if you don't have no income, you still have to pay these bills. You're home more, you have electricity, you have rent, you have all these other things, comforts are like phone bill, all the stuff that, even that, really still affected if you're out of a job for so long. So COVID COVID showed me that, hey, everything may be happy one day, and just say so that you can all change. Wonderful. All
0: change. What encouragement would you give to young business owners during this time who, like yourself, you mentioned about feeling as though you only operated for three months, and I know that feeling all too, all too well. As hard as it has been on a business level, is there any encouragement that you would give to a fellow
1: business owners? Yeah, just never never quit. I mean, the procedures and the protocols that the government are implemented, they are fair in some instances. And laws are there to be amended. Don't sit quiet and just take any law that the government gave you. Challenge some of them. See how you can work with them. But I'll say respect them still. Of course. And... If you if you're a business owner there or you aspire to be one, I will say mm-hmm. this is just part of being a business owner. Things come up, mm-hmm. just hug it,
0: put on your big boy butt, and um, just
1: clench your fist and just say, "Hey, we got to get
0: through it." Wonderful, you just have to get through it. Good pieces of advice. Not only are you a business owner, um, but you serve as a procurement officer. Am I correct? As a as a full full time job. Tell us about that. Tell us about your role in that.
1: Yeah, well, right now I'm at a skeleton group of companies, and yeah, well, it's that's it's fun there also, and it's like almost challenging too because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we have the bar life, do this, but then you still have this, so it's juggling is good. My mm-hmm. step back into it after Omar uh, in 2017, I I left my current job, my 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 job that I had, TMF. I was there in 2016. I opened a bar. Left. And after the storms and everything went down, I didn't have anything to do. I was like, eh, I can't just be home, relaxing, doing nothing. Right. So I went out. The skeletons told me, well, hey, we have some stuff for you to do. And I've been there, been there since.
0: Tell us about the, just, just a, a day in, uh, the life at, at that role. And,
1: and has it taught you anything? It has been over there. Well, as you say, I'm, over inventory and purchasing, it's similar to being a as a bar, as you ordering stuff, you taking stock, making sure you have all these different stuff. And I'll say, it taught me a lot, time management. It's so many different things. Okay. There's dealing with different suppliers and stuff is like a lot. Yeah, it's taught me a lot.
0: How 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 have you been able to balance? You you just spoke about juggling, and I think for all of us. It- could be a difficult task for for some of us we do it better than others but for you how have you been able to balance all that you do as an individual?
1: To be quite honest, honest. I don't necessarily know. Okay. But I'll say I just get up and say hey I have to do it mm-hmm. and you have to do it. Mind over matter kind of. Yeah. The balance to say I want to you to say okay hey but you also have that understanding boss also and my boss is like so for instance if you have to be off for an hour I'd be mm-hmm. like you know, let them know and so, I'll say, be more open with your, your boss. You got to communicate. And just set yourself up and say, hey, I have to do these here today. Start early, get knocked out. Make sure you've done all your work and stuff and just do what you need to do. A lot of
0: persons in our society, the older generation, sometimes have a difficult time. They seem to have a difficult time giving persons of our age bracket a, a chance, an opportunity. They're not always willing to mentor and to Hey, sit, this is how you do it. Da 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 Your father seems like he was, if not the mentor in your life, but also professionally, you speak very highly of Mr Skelton, Ronnie Skelton. Yeah. Tell us about that mentorship on a professional
1: level that you, you may have received. I'll see for one, he mister Skelton, he he knows what he wants. He, he has a mind out of this world. Like, and he's always willing to teach and educate and like just help you to understand different things and things that actually yeah, he know. Like, for instance, he tell you about stocks. He'd, he'd tell you just random information that he had. So I'll say for him, he's, he's one of those that's all there like, Hey, he's not like the world that wouldn't move all the way and say, I'm going to keep all, all the knowledge for myself. Mm-hmm. He just feel like everybody should know. He shouldn't know. Or at least have a way to know. So for him, he's yeah definitely one of those people. Yeah, he's definitely one of those. Awesome. My dad, he he too shows he's a real hard teacher. I've never walked in the kitchen with him. <laughs> <I think laughs> Is that, that on purpose? I I'm, I'm I'll say I think that that'll be on purpose because I've heard he's very stone and stickler, kitchen. yeah. Yeah. But I think some of you say I'm the same. Okay. But I'll say he, he knows, if you know what you want, that he's good at it, he'll guide you in the right way. Awesome. And he'll be strong and say, hey, I like it like this. Do it like this. It's this how it's supposed to look. He will never send out a plate that won't that look the way mm-hmm. or taste the way that it's supposed to be. Wonderful.
0: Viewers, we are having a wonderful conversation with the man himself, Bari of Tropics. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. You're watching The Art of a Distinguished Channel. Viewers, welcome back. You're watching the Art of a Distinguished Gentleman. We are here with the one and only Jabari, aka Barry Stout uh, of Tropics. Jabari, hindsight for me, of course, is 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 2020, and I know the year 2020 has seemingly have had a a negative tone to it from inception, from the beginning. Man. However, when you think of 2020 vision in hindsight, with all that you've been able to accomplish as a young man,
1: that where, where do you see yourself? Like when we when we think of goal setting. Well, for 2020, I mean, I'll say some may say it's been a crazy year, but I'll say 2020 did exactly what 2020 is. Mm. It actually put everything in perspective. Mm. It actually made everything come to your face. It made you face all your fears. It made you face all your worst things. It cancelled your trips. Yes. It grounded you. It put you in your house. Man, 2020 been They brought diseases up. Twenty twenty, been a year. Would it? And would it be bad
0: to say it's been an amazing year, though? And maybe that's just maybe that's just like yeah,
1: you're going a little far. I would would never ever say twenty twenty been an amazing year. I'll say for the books, twenty twenty was necessary,
0: Hmm.
1: sadly. And I'll say it was necessary because yes, we all lost something, but. We all learned a lot. Um, we learned that, hey, being out there regularly, you can contact something, mm-hmm. wash your hands regularly. That's for COVID. There's natural disasters, earthquakes and stuff and floods. Like these are things that can happen and are destined to happen. 2020 just showed us, they just brought it to our hindsight, our eyesight. Mm-hmm. So it's a year that we all needed similar to Omar. I'll say the only sad part about it, almost lasted for like this amount of time. Yeah, right, twenty twenty right. is going for the whole, yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, time, yeah, and yeah. it's just every day something, something different.
0: I really appreciate the wording in necessary. Right, you said twenty twenty. You wouldn't say it was amazing like me, but you okay. would say that it was necessary. And I think that is so important, Barry. Yeah. That that we understand that challenges and hardships and obstacles that would seemingly come and shut our businesses or, you know, cause us hardships are really, really necessary. I appreciate that comment and I thank you for that because as young men, we sometimes have difficulty understanding that challenges are essentially what help to bowl us and make us. And for you to be able to say, listen, as hard as it's been, I felt like my business has only been open for three months in an entire year. But 2020 was still necessary. I appreciate that. That's cool. When we look at the present state of affairs in our territory, we look at crime, we look at persons being cast aside and, and, and making mistakes, what would you like the general public to understand about not only young men, but our young generation in general about their support when we may happen to fall
1: or make a mistake? Yeah. Well, I'll say everybody, no one is perfect. And living out there in day-to-day life, especially as a young man, things may happen. It's easy to get in trouble. It's a lot harder to come out. But support is, you should, instead of just bashing and say, he's always doing that, or why did he do that, or so, just say, just be there. Are you okay? Do you need any guidance, Mm -hmm. or just provide some sort of coaching instead of just bashing to an individual? because. I'll say if, if someone is already on a bad path, you bash and you bash and you bash, they're just going to be a d- develop a more offensive and create rewards. Okay. A little bit of positive may turn that negative into a What do you do in, in, in interacting
0: with young persons to encourage them? Because I'm sure, not I'm sure, I know a lot of, of young persons look up to you and respect you. What do you say to them, those who may have fallen, who have made a mistake and Feel as though, ah, you know, this is kind of the end for me. What What would you say to those persons?
1: Don't give up. There's never the end until you you close your last or you take a breath. A mistake yesterday may linger in the books, but move forward and just just try to find a different path. Just if you find if you need a job, if you in find your career, just help talk to somebody. Don't just go and be, you know just be a waste. I'll also say, I never, like, for instance, you know, there's people like, that's like, Matthew and those guys who mm-hmm. take drugs and stuff. They may come around us to the bar, asking, begging for dollars and stuff. I never one day show any disrespect to the human beings. So, for instance, like, Matthew will come now, before he used to just come and harass customers and stuff. But, I spoke to him, I told him, hey, if you need anything, I have garbage here. can you come by me and you just go and you take the trash out and I'll pay you. I'll give you a little something every time you do. So instead of now, he coming to uh, harass the customers. He come and he just go, why are you having the garbage today? I said, yeah, man. He said, he go. He take the garbage out for me. Come back. And then just give him another two, three, four, five hours for just a little quick trip. Same with yellow and stuff. She come. She don't have it today. I was like, yellow, just don't beg anybody. So I just say, you just have to be more, be more understanding, be more a, a person rather than just halting or just bashing someone. Just be, be a friend. And, and, and ultimately show humility that's what i get from it yeah
0: wonderful i would be one to say that i thank you for your services you know my team and i enjoy coming and, and grabbing a stool at, at tropics there's no doubt about that
1: i think you guys learned really well
0: oh well thank yeah. you very much because i was extend mastered by myself continue the, the the tremendous work that you're doing I keep it up we're proud of you we continue to wish you the best of success in all that you do and continue being great and and being a distinguished gentleman because that is exactly what we what you are and we applaud you most definitely viewers that's all the time we have you're watching the art of a distinguished gentleman today's guest was the one and only Jabari Stout of Tropics a great conversation thank you so much for sticking with us